turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. 1280 The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden hosting two lawmakers for budget meetings in hopes of resolving lingering disputes over the Democrats' efforts to craft a monster spending bill. White House says the session with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and West Virginia moderate Senator Joe Manchin was at the president's home in Delaware. Fire still burning in several containers on board a cargo ship. Off the coast of British Columbia, Canadian Coast Guard says the fire broke out in 10 damaged containers. The Coast Guard notes, though, the ship itself is not on fire. No one has been hurt. An earthquake in Taiwan early Sunday. Numerous injuries have been reported. Officials now say no deaths, though. That quake registered 6.5. This is SRN News. There's no doubt about it. America is in the middle of a culture war. The battle between left and right is real. One side believes in American greatness. The other wants to tear it down. This radio station and the Salem Radio Network is looking for a few warriors who are already fighting this war. This is your chance to nominate a person worthy of the honor of being Salem's culture warrior of 2021. Go to the station's website and click on the banner. Help us select Salem's culture warrior of the year. AM1280thepatriot.com Here at The Patriot, we're looking for one, someone who has gone above and beyond to affect our culture in a positive way, two, someone whose actions have helped push our country towards a better future, and three, someone who has been criticized publicly or even canceled as a result of those positive contributions. If someone comes to mind, please nominate them for Culture Warrior of the Year at am1280thepatriot.com so we can recognize their work publicly and thank and encourage them for standing tall and being ready to fight for our values and freedoms. AM 1280, The Patriot. At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. What do falling temperatures, changing leaves, and a big comfy sweatshirt all have in common? They're all signs that fall is here. Have you scheduled your 24-point furnace and AC inspection? Fall is the perfect time for one of their Nate certified technicians to make sure your home is ready for the change in seasons. Their technicians will focus on fixing your furnace and air conditioner problems. But if your units need more than TLC, Standard Heating has spectacular October savings of $1,000 or more off a new furnace and air conditioner combo. Standard Heating is a family-owned and operated business with 91 years of serving the Twin Cities community. Take advantage of this fall savings sale with $1,000 or more off a furnace and AC combo. Hurry, this offer disappears on October 31st. Go to standardheating.com for more details. 
standard heating and air conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Mention The Patriot. That's standardheating.com. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood. Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his direction. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And once again this week, we talk politics, Israel, and the law each week, Sunday at 4 o'clock Central, right here live today at the 12.80 a.m. The Patriot Studios in Egan, Minnesota. But live streamers, coast to coast, no doubt about it, from New York to Florida, from Texas to Montana. Yes, Montana, and all the way out to uh, California, as we've got a few regulars in San Francisco and L.A. Uh, We talk politics, Israel, and the law. Just smart, plain talk. That's all it is. And we cover topics of interest, some that are a bit obscure, and often, we hope, from an angle that you may not have considered, and it might get you thinking. It's a thinking man's game, you know. Life. Can't just coast through it. Can't just ride the waves. No. Let's all try to figure it out. But it's not all-knowing. Only the all-powerful is all-knowing, and we aren't. So if we don't know, we don't know. Can't solve every problem. Some problems we have to have uh, run their course and do the best we can. 
protecting one another. We haven't done that very well on COVID-19, have we? No. This week is uh, it's going to be a very interesting show. Uh, one of her first interviews after resigning as chair of the Republican Party of Minnesota is right here on the Victory Hour today. That's Jennifer Carnahan will be joining us as our special guest today to talk about the Republican Party, to talk about where it's been, where it was when she was chair, what she did, and some of her accomplishments, Uh, how uh, she felt about uh, her resignation and give her an opportunity to speak to that, and where things are headed, both for the party but also for Jennifer herself. Should be a uh, fascinating show, an important show. Uh, for all of us as we try to move Minnesota a bit more into the category of common sense. Because right now, (laughs) it's crazy land. Pull out that number two pencil and yellow pad and jot this down for upcoming weeks on the Victory Hour. Next week, we're going to have Congresswoman Angie Craig on the show, second district congresswoman. Uh, Democrat, and we're going to talk uh, to the to the Congresswoman about how uh, how the leader of the Democratic Party, uh, President Joseph Biden, is is doing, and how she feels about that, and what she uh, is looking forward to in terms of pressing legislation in the coming year, and how her. Uh, re-election campaign is looking as well. We'll probably also touch on Israel. And by the way, Angie Craig, a strong Democrat vote for the state of Israel and for the U.S.-Israel relationship, to be clear. Uh, And they're not all strong Democrat votes, as you know. So when we have them, that's one good sign. The following uh, week... Uh, Going into November, we're going to be talking redistricting, one of the most important issues facing us today. And then uh, for the remainder of November, we're going to to take a look at the Hennepin County Sheriff's race uh, that is up for election here uh, very soon and talk to a couple of the candidates regarding why they think they should be the chief law enforcement officer in Hennepin County, the largest county uh, in the state of Minnesota, certainly. Uh, And then House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler will be joining us later in uh, November. House Majority Leader Winkler, of course, a Democrat, uh, one-time moderate Democrat, now I would say liberal Democrat, Although he may be a centrist within the Democratic Party, he certainly is a liberal progressive Democrat because that's where the center of the Democratic Party is. It just is. Uh, And we'll see what Ryan Winkler's plans are. I think he may be running for some other office. So uh, we'll hopefully have Ryan on in November as well. And we've got a call out to United States Senator Tina Smith. Uh, Democrat, uh, hoping that she will come on the show uh, as well. 
As you can see, though we come at public policy from a conservative perspective, uh, we invite and have on many of our liberal friends to talk about liberal conservative policy and the political parties. And let me just make a comment about the political parties right now, since, since this show is pretty much dedicated to the concept of party politics. In the United States, we have two political parties, as you all know, Republican and Democrats. And what are political parties? They, you know, what is the purpose of them? This has been an accepted state of affairs here in the United States for decades. Not always, by the way. There have been many other political parties uh, back 100-plus years ago. And there still are, but in terms of getting elected, yeah, they were even getting elected back uh, uh, a couple hundred years ago. And so... When you look at the idea of two political parties, what is, is that a good uh, paradigm to get good, sound public policy, to have your voice heard? Well, to have your voice heard, you have to look at and vote for uh, the Republican, the conservative, and you may not agree on a whole bunch of things that... They stand for, you know, like John McCain or, or Mitt Romney, for example. Uh, you may be maybe much more of a Ronald uh, Reagan. Uh, maybe you have a Republican conservative. You like a lot of their economic policy, but but they're pro-choice. And that gives you a real problem. Well, you're not going to vote for the Democrat because it's even worse. You disagree with them on many, many issues. So you're stuck with supporting someone who really doesn't speak for you, and you have to hold your nose voting for them. It happens all the time, and that's the issue with the two-party system. And what ultimately happens is Joe Biden gets a ton of votes, perhaps tens of millions of votes, of people that normally would never support Joe Biden or don't particularly agree with the Democratic Party's platform, whether it be Joe Biden or not, with with voting for the Democratic nominee. But they vote for him anyway because they have whatever issues with uh, the Republican candidate. And they can't really go elsewhere. Now, as we've talked many times in the state of Israel, there are some 30 different parties. They don't all make it into government, but most of them get votes. And you need to have three plus percent of the electorate in order to get a seat in the Knesset. Uh, But most of them get votes in this Knesset currently. I believe there are, what, 13 different parties that are represented in government in the state of Israel. So those parties have people that they are much more aligned to in terms of representing them as their voice in the Knesset or in the Congress, if, if it were translated in, uh, in, in terms of uh, our politics here, our, 
in our uh, uh, structure here. Well, which is better? You know, is it a situation where you have to survive the four years of Joe Biden in order to vote for a Republican who you would have always voted for, but you didn't want to vote for Donald Trump, so you end up voting for the Democrat? Now we're suffering through four years of policy that most Americans do not agree with? We are being driven in a direction that most Americans do not agree with? Well, I guess if, uh, you know, if the Republicans can't put up a candidate that gets more votes than the Democrats, then that's where you that's where you get stuck. Or did he get more votes than the Democrats? Oh, I can't say that. I'm going to get censored and take him off the air. Deplatform him. (laughs) Anyway, that's where party politics comes in. Um, You know. I believe that prescriptions to get us where we want to be, where all or mostly, virtually all Americans want us to be, are conservative prescriptive policies. And therefore, I gravitate toward the Republican Party. But I'm not much of a party guy. Uh, You know, I voted for the Democratic candidate for many, many years when it seem to align more with my view of policy. That has changed. I gravitate more to the other side as my policy views and what works and what doesn't work have shifted. Uh, But as a party guy, eh, not so much. But parties have a critical role, obviously. And we're going to talk about that. On the other side of this uh, short break, we're going to talk about the last many years, uh, several years, of the uh, uh, Minnesota Republican Party with past GOP or Republican Party chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan going to join us on the other side. Nine weeks ago, she resigned her post. Uh, David Hahn now is the Republican Party chair. We're going to talk about party politics a little bit. Where were we? How were those years with Jennifer at the helm? And uh, where are we going? What does the direction look like uh, for the party? Not just in Minnesota, but nationwide. With somebody you know, someone who was on the inside. And that's what we want to do here on the Victory Hour. We want to have information of people who are in the know, not guessing. So make sure to stay with us. It's going to be an interesting one. This is a short break. Don't run far. Stay tuned. AM1280, The Patriot. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than My Pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line. 
from the 400 thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear. All top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order. Or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons this week. That'll keep you tuned. But you don't even need that. You've got Republican Party politics to discuss with someone who knows, and that is uh, past chair of the party, Jennifer Carnahan. Uh, Jennifer uh, has a Bachelor of Science degree from Syracuse and a Master's from Carlson School of Business. Uh, She worked in business for many years with McDonald's Corporation, General Mills, Ecolab, uh, very sharp, shrewd at her own business as well, very successful, uh, and then uh, got involved in uh, Republican Party uh, politics and in uh, 2017 ran for and won the uh, chairmanship of the Republican Party of the state of Minnesota. And she was at the helm of the Republican Party Uh, until the election of April 2021 when she ran again, and she won again with 
67% of the vote in April of this year. Then on August 19th of this year, uh, Chair Carnahan resigned, and the new chair of the party is David Hahn. We're going to talk Republican Party politics now with Jennifer Carnahan. Jennifer, thank you so much for once again joining us on the Victory Hour. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, and I know this is uh, one of your first interviews since... Uh, your resignation of about nine weeks uh, ago. And Jennifer, you know, first, I, I want to ask you, what is it that caused you to want to get involved in the inside baseball game of a, uh, a state Republican Party like Minnesota? What, what is it that, uh, you know, drove you to your interest in doing this? So I've always been interested and passionate about and have cared immensely about politics and how it shapes not only our state, but also our country and how it impacts, you know, decisions and actions and things that we, you know, engage with every single day in our lives. And I was always kind of that one in high school where, you know, other friends would want to go out and go shopping or go to sporting events, and I wanted to sit and watch the news. (laughs) Same as in college. You know, everybody's focusing on classwork, uh, you know, and their degrees, which I was doing too, but I always would engage in those conversations with my friends around sort of the state of politics in our country and where that was. And I'll never forget um, when, when George W. won, over Al Gore, I was actually with one of my best friends from college. We had graduated. He was living in New York City, and I was out visiting. And we stayed up, I think, till 3, 4 in the morning because, the ele- you know, they kept calling it, oh, George W. won. No, Al Gore won. You know, it kept right. flipping back and forth. And I flew home the next day, and we still didn't really know. And then even after that, I just – I've always kind of – um talked with my friends about it, talked with my family members, depending on which side of the aisle they were on. It was, you know, debates, right, friendlier, sometimes a little bit of discord. And it was after I left the safety net of corporate America and founded my own business that when I was going through the process of opening my own women's clothing boutique, I realized how many hurdles there were in the way and how difficult it was. I said to my parents, you know, it's not easy just start up a business. You can't just snap your fingers, you know, write a business plan and there you go, right? Like there's all all these steps you have to go through and you just don't really know until you know. And it was in that first year of going through my business that I said to my parents, you know, I'm tired of just sitting on the sidelines and, you know, complaining to my friends or debating my friends and how can I get more involved in politics so that I actually have more of a voice? And that's when I finally got involved. I went to my first ever caucus. You know, I'd always voted in elections, right? Every election. But I never really engaged beyond that. And I thought, well, let's just try. Um, And so I went to my first ever caucus. I got accepted into a program in Minnesota called MEPS, the Minnesota Excellence for Public Service, which uh, develops uh, conservative women. And that just kind of really opened doors to things that I didn't even know were possible. And that's really what started my journey into politics. It was when I started my own business, right? Everything just kind of changed. You know, it's interesting. You know, the the, the, um, uh, conservative women in politics and running for office 
uh, particularly in this last election when a number of conservative women were elected. And I think that that is now going to be an ongoing trend uh, is is one thing. But getting involved in party politics and the inside baseball of party politics when you have not been, uh, as I recall, when you first became elected, you had not been enormously involved. You had been for a few years, but not your entire life, not for 20 or 30 years, 40 years, like many of those who are involved in uh, uh, party politics are. And so you were kind of a, uh, a newcomer to it. What caused you to want to run specifically for state party chair? Well, it's interesting. So what happened is when I went to my first ever caucus in 2016, you know, I showed up early. So I always show up to every meeting early. Right? I went early. There was a gentleman there in downtown Minneapolis and he said, oh, could you be the secretary tonight? I need someone to like help take notes. And I'm like, sure. What do I have to do? He said, no, just keep track of everything going on. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, And so I did that, and and there were, I think, I don't know, maybe 50 or 60 people that showed up to that precinct caucus in downtown Minneapolis, and then they had to take a vote to vote me in as, like, the permanent secretary for that caucus. And then after it was over, um, the gentleman said, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot to elect delegates to the state convention. And I said, oh, I'd like to be one. And he said, okay, just, you know, there were a few people left in the room. He said, just give a little speech, and, you know, they voted me in. Um, and so then I went to be a del- or I got elected as a delegate. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't for the state convention for the Senate district. So I asked a gentleman when I was leaving, I said, you know, could you and I get together for a cup of, cu- cup of coffee after I'd like to learn more about the process. And like, quite honestly, I want to try to run to be a national delegate. Um, so I have a vote in who the Republican presidential candidate will be in 2016. And the gentleman said, sure. He and I met for coffee, I think, one or two weeks later. He brought two other activists within the Republican Party to show up. I thought I was there to meet them to talk about being a delegate, and they were there to recruit me to run for state Senate in downtown Minneapolis. And that's really kind of my entry point into it. And in that meeting, they said to me, look, you're never going to win the race. This is a 85-15 Democrat district. The only way you can win this race is if everyone in the district dies of the plague and you're the only one left to vote for yourself. And I was like, okay, that's encouraging. Um, But their pitch was, if you want to learn more about politics, understand what it means to be a candidate, how to raise money, how the party works, this is a great way for you to do it under the radar because the Democrats aren't going to bother you because they know you're never going to win. You're not going to be a serious challenger. And Republicans will probably leave you alone because it's not a seat they can win. And, you know, we don't expect you to do much, just show up to a couple events, raise the bare minimum to get the public subsidy match and, you know, let's see how you like it. And so the type of person I am, I don't ever do anything 5% of the way or 10% of the way. So I treated this like a full-fledged competitive race. And, you know, I think that's kind of what got people to notice me that were involved in the party Mm -hmm. in Minnesota. And then from there, when that race was over, people asked me, what do you want to do next? What do you want to do next? Would you want to be a lieutenant governor candidate with a governor candidate for 2018? Um, Would you want to move to another part of the state and run for a legislative seat that is actually competitive that you could win? And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not a sandbagger. I'm not going to move just to win a seat. Um, I'm not interested in running for lieutenant governor just to be, you know, uh, that woman or whatever on the ballot. I said, you know, I have 
a great business career uh, with my MBA. I've worked for many Fortune 500s. I know how to lead organizations. Could I run for chair of the party? And everybody said, you're crazy. You're never going to win. And I said, well, I don't, I don't care if I win. I'd like to just try to run for it, put together a campaign. At the end of the day, if I lose, I still win because I've met more people. I've learned more about the party. I've engaged in the process, and I've grown as a person, both professionally and on a personal level. So I don't consider it a loss. And so that's really why I decided to run. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's fascinating how one thing leads to another, and pretty soon you're at the convention giving a speech uh, to get elected and people who may not have even met you, as I recall from the speech you gave, which brought down the House, uh, really shifted that uh, vote uh, and elected someone that no one expected. And you became the first Asian-American uh, chairwoman of the Republican uh, Party of Minnesota. You know, we're going to be yeah. uh, right back, uh, Jennifer, and we want to talk with you today about a little more about some of your big accomplishments while you were chair, uh, comparing what you were faced with when you came in to uh, what occurred during the years you were in charge, and then a little bit about uh, your resignation and how that occurred or why it occurred and what your plans are for the future. So everyone... Stay with us. Talking a little inside baseball, Republican Party politics here in the state of Minnesota with past chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan. We'll be right back. While we're on this break, go to ParkerDK.com where you will find what is often referred to as an award-winning website. ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Oh, according to research, 82% of people will remember radio ads. So, 82% of you listening will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. 82% of you will note that if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter finds qualified people for your job. In fact, 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And 82% of you will remember that you can try ZipRecruiter for free. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station. 
and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. VICTORY for 66% off. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and I'm joined today by Minnesota Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan. Held that post from May of 2017 until uh, mid to late August of 2021, just uh, about nine weeks ago. Jennifer, what was the greatest accomplishment uh, you feel you had while you were party chairwoman of uh, uh, the state of Minnesota Republican Party? You know, when I look back on my chairmanship when I was first elected on April 29th of 2017, I inherited a million dollars in debt and basically left no money in the bank, didn't know a single donor, was a fish out of water. I think the biggest accomplishment that I made was paying off the party's legacy debt in full um, in February of 2020. It really... took a big burden that had been weighing over the party for 12 plus years and allowed the party to truly use all of the fundraising and investments in the party to give it our all in the 2020 election cycle. And I think to get rid of that decade plus debt that really hampered the party was my biggest accomplishment in the time that I was there. Well, there's no doubt uh, that is a lot of shoveling to get done. And... uh... (laughs) You you worked your tail off to do it. Uh, you know, there, I saw a report where th- there was some sort of a claim that, no, in fact, there's 250000 that's still in debt. Is that true or not? Or that's uh, bogus? Yeah, I think that's bogus. Um, there, the party also had a bank note that was not included in that legacy debt, okay. which that had you know, it was kind of a working line of credit, if you will, or working capital that sure. the party would draw on. I think it had been in existence for over 20 years. Um, so that will be paid off if the party keeps paying. It will be paid off in full, I think, in April of next year. But all of our liabilities current uh, were at zero every month um, for most, I think, pretty much all of, of this calendar year. And when I left the party in August, I left well over six figures in the bank and no current liabilities. So wherever that stuff is coming from, I think they're 
you know, they just maybe don't understand the reporting or, or they're not truly understanding the inside uh, of the financials of the organization. You know, and, and that's why it's so important to you're going to get false, negative, fake news reporting in the state of Minnesota when you're a Republican. That is what you can count on. It's unfortunate, but this is just another example. Yeah, you know, maybe uh, we, we weren't using precise enough language paying off the debt, but frankly, it was precise enough language. Uh, a line of credit which goes up and down, repeatedly up and down, uh, you know, is, is not what we are uh, talking about. We're talking about the legacy debt that you uh, took over when you came into office and what you did with that legacy debt. And uh, your statement in that regard, uh, entirely accurate. Now, you got reelected April of this year with 67% uh, of the vote. Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, that campaign and the fight uh, in, during that election. Yeah, it was a bloodbath. <laughs> um, there, there was certainly a small segment of people that did not want to see me reelected to a third term. I was the first chair in the history of this party to be elected to a third term, I believe. Uh, that's what I've been told by our historian. And, um, yeah, there was a small group that they just threw everything at the wall, you know, tons of, you know, false allegations, mistruths, lies after lies to try to get me out, and it didn't work. Because uh, the delegation, the voting body, had seen my work ethic, had worked closely with me. Uh, we were a true team for the past four years, and, and they knew what they were getting with me. Um, and so those folks unleashed everything they could under the sun, um, and they came up short. And so, you know, unfortunately, instead of accepting the vote of the people and coming together to move forward so we could start hitting the ground running right away for 2022. They just kept at their negativity and they just kept at it and kept at it. And they re-brought it all out in uh, mid to late August. And uh, just, you know, but the difference was from my reelection to, you know, several months later, five months later or whatever it is, they got the liberal press to, to join them in their effort. And it, it really was, it was a complete Democrat tactic uh, to take out me, um, who had done a great job for this party, was the biggest cheerleader for this party, worked my heart out for this party, gave up, up my life for this party to set us up for success. And, you know, to what ends? Um, to just go after one individual but leave the party in shambles. It, it just it really was unfortunate to to be a part of uh, in August and to go through. And, you know, the sad part of all of it is, is they didn't hurt me because I'm a tough cookie. I've been through a lot in my life. I'm resilient. I'm strong. Um, and, you know, when people try to tear me down, I just come back stronger. But what they did is they hurt the party. They hurt the infrastructure of the party. They hurt the fundraising ability. Uh, they hurt our party's strategic initiatives and imperatives, you know, to be set up for success for 2022. And now the party is essentially starting off in a worse spot than it was when I resigned with basically a year to go to this election in 2022. And, you know, we have a big prize here in Minnesota and it's called get a Republican governor. Right. And many other important races, which include winning back the state house, holding the state Senate Republican majority. And they've, they've really kind of damaged and set the party backwards. And so 
you know, I'm, I'm a Republican through and through, and I want to see Republicans win. So I've said this to anyone, it, it, whatever help you want for me to help us get there, I'm, I'm here to do because I'm a team player. Um, I just wish it wouldn't have happened. And, and it's sad that it did, but I'm hoping that people will realize the error of their ways and start to move forward. It's just unfortunate to see that it hasn't really happened quite yet. How do, how do you feel the party did from an electoral standpoint, from an election standpoint, while uh, you were chair in terms of achieving, uh, achieving success? You know, I think we did some really good things that people should not overlook. We flipped three congressional seats right. from blue to red between 18 and 20, you know, including my husband, Congressman Jim Hagedorn, who flipped the first congressional district in 2018, along with Co- Congressman Pete Stopper up in the 8th congressional district. And then Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach in 2020 won that seat. You know, the the big prize on the ballot in terms of the state legislature was ensuring we held that Republican majority in the state Senate last year, which we did. And then on top of that, won back five seats in the House. And for the first time in a very long time, Minnesota became a targeted state on a presidential level when President Trump's campaign targeted our state. And even though Minnesota fell short in that, if you go look at the investment in the infrastructure and the amount of work that was put into Minnesota with the 5.5 million direct voter contacts and the apparatus we built out, it shows that Minnesota is capable of turning this state at a point in time, right? But, but you can't turn it if you just go an election cycle and leave it and have to start from scratch. And that's why I ran again for chair in 2021, because I wanted to keep building on what we had started. You know, 18, that cycle was my first time as chair, and I was a fish out of water, right? And we were in debt up to our ears. So there wasn't a whole lot we could do. On top of that, it was just a bad year for Republicans nationally, as the first midterm always is. But this is now 2022 will be the first midterm for Democrats, and it's going to be a bad year, right? Republicans are going to win back the House in Congress, and they're going to win back the Senate. And there's all kinds of other opportunities that come with that because elections are all nationalized at this point. So the hope is that the negativity that came um, in the way of taking away fundraising, really kind of decimating the entire structure of the party, that there is that time to rebuild, you know, but it'll it'll be a matter of time to see if, if the party does or not. Well, the party is not a million dollars in debt as it was four years ago. It does not have the war chest like the Democratic Party does, but it has the ability and opportunity now because of some of the work that you did uh, to build that type of a war chest. And it sounds to me like in response to the Star Tribune articles about you, including the one on, uh, what, August 21st, immediately after you resigned, which was quite a hit piece against you, you're, you're responding to that. And, and you're saying, you know, this information who a lot of our listeners who are listening to us right now, all they know about is what they have read potentially in the Star Tribune or maybe even online uh, by some left-wing uh, uh, bloggers or even by some of the, um, those uh, critics of yours uh, who are uh, right-wing bloggers. Uh, but your opportunity to respond, I think, uh, is, is very, uh, you know, it's very important. And one of the questions I, I can't, uh, 
avoid asking is, so why did you resign in August? You know, mental health is important, right, and emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. And with everything that my family is going through with health challenges, I decided to put my family first and also to put my own mental health first. So where where you've seen in the history of time and politics, people have resigned over scandals or because they've done something wrong. I did not resign because of any scandal or because I did anything wrong. I resigned because I didn't want to be in a circle of hate anymore. And I wanted to extract myself from that and focus on what's important in my life, which is my family, my husband, my well-being. And um, like I said earlier, I'm a resilient person. And when I come back, which is not going to be in the too far distant future, I'm going to come back strong and I'm going to come back even more powerful. And America loves a comeback. And again, the situation that I went through was unfortunate because I didn't do anything wrong. I just had a bunch of negative people that went out and made up a bunch of lies about me. And just because someone said something doesn't mean it's true. Right. So I believe in the power of positivity and the power of truth. And and that's what I'm seeking. And that's what I'm aiming for every day of my life. That's uh, past chairwoman of the, of the Republican Party, Jennifer Carnahan, joining us today on the Victory Hour. She'll be with us for our last segment, so you make sure you stay with us when we ask Jennifer uh, about what's next. What's next for Jennifer Carnahan? And uh, what does she think is next for the Republican Party, both Minnesota and nationally? Stay with us after this short break. We'll get to those topics. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. Big last segment coming up. Stay tuned. AM1280, The Patriot. A record of success, second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute, that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk, if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Now is the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can help. Drafty windows? Provia windows will save on energy costs. Sandow Construction is celebrating 40 years with a special offer. No interest on your project when paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit SandowInc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-I-N-C.com. Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit cost and terms for new accounts. The APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. 
Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want, and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that, and that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings. King pillows are only five dollars more. How do you order? Call one eight hundred three three four eighty nine zero two. That's one eight hundred three three four eighty nine zero two. Or go to mypillow.com and use the discount code Victory. That's right, discount code Victory for this special offer. Yes, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, a much nicer environment than the voices uh, Jennifer Carnahan was hearing around the Republican Party during the last couple of months of her tenure as chairwoman of the Republican Party of the state of Minnesota, and she decided to resign in mid to late uh, August with the angry voices in the background. What's next for Jennifer Carnahan? Jennifer, what do you uh, what do you got planned? <laughs> well, I've been uh, enjoying having my personal life back and being able to work out and travel. And I'm going to take the rest of this year to just kind of focus on myself and my family and my husband. And then we'll see what the new year brings. Um, one of, one of my biggest passions, uh, Andrew, is what I did when I was chair for four years, which is really trying to lift up and widen the tent of the GOP, lifting mm-hmm. up women, lifting up people from diverse backgrounds, and really uh, showing a different face for our party. And that's something that I was committed to and did long before I ever entered politics. You know, I helped found the National Association for Asian MBAs Minnesota chapter when I worked in corporate America. I helped found the Asian Employee Network at Ecolab. There was no Asian Employee Resource Group there. I was a part of the National Association for Women MBAs, the Women's Food Service Forum. And so really giving a voice um, and lifting individuals up in that regard is something that I'm passionate about. So you might see something in that area in my near future. Well, that's exciting, and uh, you would be – quite good at it. How about prognostications? Are you good at those? We've got uh, some big elections coming up, 2022, 2024. Uh, Let's talk first in the state of Minnesota. We have not won a statewide race, I don't believe, since 06. Uh, And we need to, uh, as Minnesota 
is being torn apart, Minneapolis for sure, but even beyond, uh, by this governor and by a state house uh, that is passing legislation that is problematic. We have a thin margin in the Senate, which is good to block some things, and it's the only split legislature in the entire country. Uh, We need to make it all red. Is that going to happen in 2022? And what do you think it looks like uh, for our statewide races? I think it's certainly a possibility to, you know, bring home the Grand Slam in Minnesota next November. Absolutely. We only need five more seats to win back the state house, five or four more seats. And and that's certainly doable when you look at the map and seats that Republicans used to hold. And then obviously holding the majority in the Senate, possibly picking up another seat there in the state would be certainly great. And then in terms of statewide races, I think that there is an opportunity because it's the opposite midterm. So with Biden having been elected in 2020, the pendulum is going to shift back to the Republican side in 2022, certainly on the federal level. And there will be a trickle down effect to the state level. I think the biggest opportunity for Republicans is to make sure that they have the right ground operation in place, that strategically they're hitting on the right messages. I mean, we've all certainly lived under walls shutting down this state multiple times, and we've seen the impact that's had on businesses and families. You know, the cost of household goods and gas is rising, which we can attribute to the national level. Um, And then, obviously, our city went through a very bad situation last year when there were multiple riots all over the place, um, and that certainly has had a lasting impact. So I think if Republicans stick to the right messages and run a strategic campaign where all of these statewide candidates are working together in a concentrated way, to really get the message out and get the vote out, I certainly think there's an incredible opportunity there. And uh, as I said, I think I think the legislature, I can see us winning both those back. And then on the federal level, I can see us flipping another congressional seat, another one for sure, and potentially another two. And then all of a sudden, you know, out of our eight congressional seats, instead of being split four and four, we could be five and three, maybe even six and two, you know, if it's that kind of a year. Um, So I think there's incredible opportunity for us in Minnesota. In terms of the governor's race, uh, do you have a uh, favorite? Is there anyone you're going to endorse down the road? Um, I have kind of been staying out of that at this point. But I will say in my tenure as chair, you know, out of out of all the leaders in this state that were always honest and good hearted and you know, I knew led with their positive intentions and doing the right things and led with an incredible amount of integrity. Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazalka absolutely did that. I hold him in very high regard. Not only is he a great was he is he a great legislature, but he a legislator, but he is a good man. Um, and I know that he has the best interest of Minnesotans at heart. And so I was encouraged to see his candidacy come forward. Um, you know, and we'll kind of see what happens here. The delegates will make their decision next May. Uh, but I've always held him in very high regard. Well, there you have it. Probably a first on the airwaves is uh, Jennifer Carnahan calling out a shout out for Paul Gazelka and his governor's uh, race. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. And I want to send a special uh, word of greeting and good health to your husband, Jim Hagedorn, a good friend and a good friend of the show. Uh, make sure to pass that along to him. All the best to him and to you. And all of you out there, 
Have a wonderful week. We'll be here next week with Angie Craig. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Our culture continues to struggle to find its footing. Heritage Christian Academy's footing remains secure. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of all we do. Come see how a Bible-based academic education can support the values and teachings of your Christian home. Plan to attend Prospective Family Information Night on October 26th at 7 p.m. Staff will be on hand to provide information, answer questions, and conduct tours. RSVP at admissions at myhca.org. That's admissions at myhca.org. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more. The intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot. www.